Hey everyone, I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about our Oscars reactions. Let's call that what it was. The worst Oscars ever. We were saying before we got on this recording that we didn't want to have a 20-minute negativity session here, but I don't know how we avoid it. I mean, we got to just call it what it is. It was so bad. And I am coming from a place where even bad Oscars to me usually are very good. I love the Oscars. I was so looking forward to yesterday, and it was an absolute disaster. Everything from the sound to the lack of orchestra. And we talked about this a little bit last night that we love Questlove. He's an amazing DJ, but it sounded like his music was being played over Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. And that he was playing a Spotify playlist. Nobody to play people off the stage when they would stop talking. Which my dad, I was talking to him and he was listening to Howard Stern and Howard Stern recapped the Oscars and said that he owes the orchestra from the Oscars an apology and that they were doing God's work for, (laughs) for, they were doing God's work for playing people off. Like, listen, that is so true. I know that's people's moments, but also the orchestra was able to sense when they were having a moment where they couldn't gather their thoughts and we're helping them move and it along. And they kept everything on pace. Yes. They also controlled the swells of energy and emotion. Yes. We didn't have any of that. Because there was, it felt like we were at a work meeting. There was no energy to the room. Yeah, I saw something about it being <laughs> like a business conference. Yeah. That room was so echoey. And I know I read something that said they couldn't, because it's a historic building, they couldn't attach anything to the ceilings or the floors, but someone should have draped the walls. Yes. Someone should have put up velvet panels. Someone should have done something. That also would have helped with the glow lighting that was around everyone. It looked as though it was a flash, a purposeful stylized flashback in a movie where everyone had a halo glow (laughs) around them. Listen, I have some experience in event production, but from weddings, not from television productions, Mm -hmm. but I'm telling you right now, the two of us could have single-handedly produced those Mm -hmm. elements better than what went on last night. I don't know who was in control of all that. It was... Well, Steven Soderbergh, direct, but- famous director of the Oceans movies, <laughs> um, was in charge of... He was at the helm of the well, direction uh, and production. I have a bone to pick with him. But also, <laughs> it was it his job to make sure that the sound was right and all that stuff? I have no idea what the facets of putting an event together like that is. I'm sure it's a team of people, but I know that he's the one calling them the final shots. He's the one saying what to do. He's at least making those choices. I told you yesterday that I could have shot it better on my iPhone. I think that that's genuinely true. It looked horrible. It was sounded being shot on an iPhone. (laughs) But at least you have a new iPhone. Yeah. That was shot in an iPhone 5S. Should we talk about some good moments? What were the good moments? Regina King in the beginning. She started it off and I was excited. I was The walk in, I was, she looked amazing. I could watch her strut around. I would have rather watched her walk for three hours 
than watch the Oscars. Because she was Seriously. commanding up there. She would didn't she didn't seem nervous. She knew what she was saying. She had her little speech yeah, prepared. She, yeah, she was great. I wish she would have done the whole thing. And she and it took a nosedive from the second she was off the stage. Which speaking of off the stage, I didn't like it seemed like they were straddling the fence of how the feeling was supposed to be. Yeah. They had them at these tables and it was supposed to have a more intimate feel. And you could tell that they were trying to do that by having the presenters venture off the stage and into the audience and just casually Laura Dern conversing with Daniel Kaluuya in the middle of presenting supporting actor. That's clearly the vibe they were trying to go for. But then at times it felt incredibly formal and very rigid. And back lane. And lean into it. Yeah. You can't have both. It didn't have the specialness that Oscar night usually has. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but I need someone to tell me why Reese Witherspoon was wearing a leather belt. Her and Laura Dern got (laughs) ready together and Laura said, I'll bring the feathers. You bring the belt. And that's, (laughs) that's what happened. And boy, did they. Laura Dern was rocking some really cute glasses. And I did love that look for her. She had some nice readers on as she was presenting. I should have known when Best Direction was announced as like the fifth award that we were headed for trouble, but I still held out hope that we had maybe a good night coming to us. But the structural changes that they made to the order, they rolled the dice and it did not pay off. Even if Bozeman had won best actor we just don't need to we don't need to do it just put best picture last we can have the celebratory moment in the proper place because look at what happened as a result of them making that change it was a risk that very much did not pay off assuming that chadwick boseman would win and there would be a celebratory end to the evening but that didn't happen and anthony hopkins won (laughs) and nobody knew what to do And he also wasn't there. And Joaquin Phoenix seemed to be alerted to this fact on stage in real time and was basically said something to the effect in his mumbly way of being, oh, he's not here. Good night, everybody. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? The whole thing was a disaster. Because not only was it a disaster that we thought Bozeman was going to win and didn't, but then we didn't even give the moment to Anthony, who was not there in any capacity. Did you see he released a thank you today? I think it's really exciting and important that three Asian nominees won. I think it's really cool that Daniel Kaluuya won for such an important performance. And for me, the top of the night was Lakeith Stanfield's outfit. He looked hot, man. He looked dynamite. <laughs> he looked dynamite. He really it was. It. it was the look of all looks. Most of the red carpet was bad. I thought most of the looks were bad. There were a handful that I loved. And I don't but... know why we did the songs during the pre-show either. Why? There was, they took all of the stuff that's normally fun and just removed it. We didn't get to see any performance. Wait, what songs? The best original songs, normally each performer gets to perform best original song. And they did that during the pre-show. Oh, usually it's to break up the monotony of the show. It's supposed to give you a break, something else to look at besides a presenter on stage announcing nominees. Why have talented musicians and artists perform when instead we can play trivia? To people who clearly were not ready to receive a mic and answer a question and then curse through the whole thing. So we didn't hear anything they said. It felt like we were in a fever dream. It felt like there was there was some sort of gas leak 
yeah. in that building and nothing that we watched was even real. And that they threw it together the night before. Oh, yeah. Like you were saying last night, half of the awards didn't even have clips. Yeah. There was no rhyme or reason to which ones did and which didn't. Totally. I texted you at one point and I said, what are they cutting out that's allowing the pace to move way, way more slowly than normal? Clearly, it was all the fun things that we like about the Oscar. Where were <laughs> where were the presentations of the nominees of for Best Picture, where they go through and, and say, a synopsis and play a clip and say the direct the the nominees were not to, were not presented to us until best picture was being announced which was a surprise to everyone it's you could feel the chaos almost in the room i know that the room probably knew the order but it seemed as though there was a general chaoticness to the presentation of best picture i texted you i thought i had missed best actor I and actress the same thing. i i couldn't understand. They made no mention of it. I don't think the room even knew because I read something that said apparently normally they release the order and they oh. didn't do that this year. So I don't even think the room knew. I don't know if I don't even know if the producers knew who knew. Nobody knew anything. Yeah, I I genuinely was was getting nervous. They made a mistake that they sent the wrong presenter out and they were like, oh, someone's going to come out and be like, just kidding. We we meant to send out Renee. After we realized they did change the order, we watched them do best actress. I muted it because I couldn't deal with a second speech from Francis. Sorry. She didn't even make one, so there was nothing. And to- then seemingly 90 seconds later, I went back to watch Chadwick win Best Actor, and it was over. And I you- sent you a voice memo, and I said, what happened? Did I just miss yeah. Best Actor? Well, what it's because Who won? What's Joaquin going on? Phoenix sauntered onto stage and, and said some mumble statement about how he was supposed to say something about the actors, said nothing, just said the names and then said who won. Did Joaquin win last year or was that the year before? Yeah, he won He year. won last year for okay. Best Actor, which is another, I already mentioned this bone to pick with you, that they are supposed to have the Best Actor from the year before is supposed to anou- announce this year's Best Actress. And then last year's Best Actress is supposed to announce Best Actor. And they kept that tradition with the supporting roles, but then had Renee announce Best Actress for seemingly zero reason. Better luck next year is what I've got to say, I guess. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed however many minutes of us complaining this was. We do want to mention that next week's episode is something we've worked very hard on. We're doing a special episode all about Leonardo DiCaprio's entire body of work we went through every one of his movies and we're going to be releasing uh over the next two weeks a two-part episode of us discussing each of his movies all of our thoughts on his performances our favorite performances and we're really proud of the the next two episodes so we hope that you'll listen and we hope that you like it and give feedback and we plan to do this as a series. We'd like to do our favorite actors and actresses, your favorite actors and actresses. So submit who you'd like us to do, what your thoughts are on this episode. So we'd like to hear from you about it. Until next week. Bye.